You're on the vinyl land. Scott Abaz of the Fish, AP down at his place. And now, yes, Space, the Final Frontier. I know that's not the theme for that particular show. It still works. But it's the best I could do under the circumstances. Uh, NASA has admitted that it might be time to study sex in space. As experts claim, I love it, experts, claim it's crucial for long-haul missions to Mars and the Moon. Mm. Like in fairness, it's only, what, a three-day flight to the Moon? You've got to be pretty yeah. fucking horny to go to the Moon and be, oh, a bit of a well, route, no, 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 in all fairness, right. I mean, the, the uh, Apollo 11 mission from the time it left Earth to the Moon, the buggered on the Moon for three days and then flew back, it's nine days. Right, so you're saying that nine days they couldn't uh, hang out they had to get into it and, and knock each other off, zod each other yeah, or something. The, 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 I reckon they, I reckon Buzzy Aldrin. Yes, yes. Uh, Are I both reckon, of these men dead, by the way? I, I, I reckon, uh, no, Buzz Aldrin's still alive. Oh, this could be bad for us. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I reckon Buzzy Aldrin and uh, Neil. Yes, Neil yes, yes. He's the dead one. Yes. Uh, probably got a bit close. What do you mean, bit close, Fishy? Well, I reckon they might have zotted each other. You're suggesting <laughs> that Buzz Aldrin zotted Neil Armstrong before yeah. they actually, uh, this is one yeah. small step for man and one well, giant leap for mankind. Yeah, it was uh, probably a part of a very highly confidential secret experiment. Ah, right. Oh, I back see. Back in the day. Oh, I see where you're coming. How could they miss the opportunity? I mean, landing on the moon. So uh, you reckon landing on the moon... It makes you a bit toey. Well, it's not just the landing of the moon. The whole, the whole thing would have gotten you all sort of excited and g'd up. But well, what you're saying is they really didn't miss the opportunity, did they? I was going to say, funny you should mention that because NASA has long avoided the question of sex between right. astronauts, having previously categorically insisted that no humans had ever had sex in space. Now I don't remember seeing that press conference, to be honest. And I've been watching the space, that. you know, the space race since 1961. Well, you've got to remember also born. that the space race, uh, primarily, well, apart from one or two females, right? Uh, I think on the Mercury, wasn't there a female in the Merc, one of the Mercury Shit, missions? No. Shit, was no. it there? No, the uh, Rusky chick was the first. Uh, Ru- oh, that's uh, the first what I'm chick in the, I'm Sorry. Uh, oh, okay. Right, yeah, sorry. that's what I'm. And she was yeah. by herself. She didn't even go with the monkey. So, uh, so primarily it was men. Yes, yeah, so it's basically been men all these years. The, the women were basically involved in the space shuttle. I was about to say, in the space yeah, shuttle, which of course had a lot more room. It's like going to the mm. drive-in, really, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. So Proper seats and everything. Yeah, so you could have been um, just sitting there in the um, lower level of the space shuttle doing the tit-off uh, in the that's, space that's shuttle it. on the way to the uh, this International Space Station in the same style you would at the drive-in. Researchers from Canada say th- uh, this needs to change as more civilians go into orbit. So I can see there's going to be orgies on um, uh, the big Jeff Bezos cock as it goes into space. Mm. And when I say Jeff Bezos's cock, I don't mean his actual cock. I mean his rocket nah, ship that, that looks like his cock. Stare at the, uh, stare at the balance, he, uh, shape before I they... think his, his is tiny. Oh, well, I'm not going to say that or I'm not going to say it is or it isn't. I've never seen it. I don't know anyone who has. No, I know someone who has. Really? Do you want to yeah. name names? Uh, no. Do you want to give us hints? Uh, Do you want to tell us off air and then we can just accidentally blab it out later? 
I think I think Elon caught caught a glimpse. Really? Yeah. Well, his is much uh, bigger, isn't it? Yes. Oh, definitely. Uh, mind you, um, Jeff's Jeff's cock is circumcised. Um, so that's something you wouldn't expect to see in this day and age. Anyway, yeah. NASA says it's considering studying sex in space as it's crucial for future long-haul missions, as we said before. Imagine the volunteers wanting to... I was just thinking that. that How do you actually study it? Like, do you, do you just sort of, you know, put out a call to all the astronauts in the astronaut training uh, system? Going, right, we're looking for a couple uh, of people. Now, in this day and age, of course, it doesn't matter whether you're um, boys or boys, girls and girls, boys, girls, transgenders or anything else in between. Some uh, party of the LGBTQIXYZs, plus ones. Um, but in essence, we want to see if anyone is interested in zotting anyone in space. I probably wouldn't uh, invite external applications Really? They probably have uh, uh, existing female and male astronauts, and they would just approach. I'm sorry. Say, I'm like to sorry. Be part of the experiment. Sorry, Fishy. I have to. Hold, I have to pull you up on that. That under the circumstances of the current world that we live in, it doesn't have to just be even with NASA, because they're a very progressive organisation. It doesn't have to be just boys and girls. It could be boys and boys. And also, it has to be different races, interrace shit. Happening. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I know. It's got to yeah. be. It's got to be definitely interracial. And, and uh, just to be on the safe side, yes, they probably would do a couple experiments involving interspecies. Um, not sure that one's actually going to get off the ground. To be honest, yeah. Although I don't know how they're going to get a horse in a space shuttle. It's, well, especially since we don't have space shuttles anymore. Space, space craft. craft. Thank you. Um, apparently, a study uh, proposed by a team of five Canadian academics who have called on space organisations to embrace the new discipline of a space sex study. So clearly, they're going for a uh, government grant. Understanding sex. I'm fairly confident we know how to do that now. And how it will lurk, uh, sorry, work in a low-gravity environment is essential to the success of future state, uh, space missions and building off-world settlements. The academics from Concordia University in Montreal um, now, explained. Now, you've seen footage going back to the Apollo missions, Yes, right? I have, yes. Of astronauts... Uh, opening a bottle of water or whatever and you've seen that blobule of water floating around in the spacecraft yes right? and then the the astronaut leans forward and eats the water yes that's in a sort of globular Which, so basically they've already done the fluid experiment yes so it makes me think that um going the growl is going to be a piece of piss yes but they I am worried about. I could save a lot of money. Yeah, but I'm worried. I think where they're, they're going with this is the concept of impregnating a human being. I think is the only way I can describe that under the current um, rules and regulations. The normal way it's done is not to sit at opposite ends of the room and try and spray over. It. Yes, that's a good I mean, point. You're inside. I mean, you. Basically, yeah, it's an injection of sorts. Yeah, that's right. If you follow me. I, I'm, 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 I, I think I know where you're going with this. Your little, your little blokes, the little swimmers, they're swimming in liquid inside. It's no, in it's, it's no different to eating. 
astronauts eat, right? Right. They eat. Yes, but they food. don't have they don't have a barbecue. What's that got to do with ingesting something? Well, because if you're at a barbecue, you ingest. They just sort of suck on a tube. I've seen it on Space Two Thousand and One. No, Two Thousand One: A Space Odyssey. They had their all their little tubes. There's different types. There's biscuits and all sorts of things that they eat. Oh right, sorry. But I think where they're I think going, AP's with... right that the body the body can can deal with it. Right, can deal with the zero gravity. Yeah, but because if, that's but for every, get... but but though fishy for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction. Newton's sixty fourth law or something like that. Newton's the third law. I knew it was one of those. So about, basically, what we're saying for, is though, for that every as you bang, an equal and opposite reaction. Isn't that what I just said? Yeah. Thank you. So as as you bump uglies with your sexual partner in the experiment, you could well, unless they're tied down, flick them across the spacecraft and cause them significant injury or do damage to the spacecraft itself. I mean, you even if do, you're just sitting on a on a chair, you could do, you could do that with dancing if you want. Well, we're not talking Same about in, dancing now, are we? We're talking about having a zot in space. No, it's just that they've they've taken into account. Newton's third law. But have they? This is, I don't believe they have. This is the point of the article. I'm sorry to disagree with you, Head of Extreme Fishness. The, um, the point of the article is that even NASA has considered that it might be time to finding a way to explore the subject. So clearly, none of the pointy-head boffins at NASA have ever considered bumping uglies in space and the reaction thereof. So for argument's sake, if you get young darling and you peel off the bottom half of her spacesuit, and you're in zero gravity and you grab her by the hips and you drop your own dax and all of a sudden you've got a big stiffy and you whisker you into her and you go bang right up against her because you're thrusting deep and hard whisker she's gone you've well, pulled out and she's shot off is that one of the things that they're uh, concerned about because you can't use your body weight to, to slam her down hard like a solo correct you'd, you'd have to have some hand grips Precisely my point. You see, what what it might involve is some kind of bondage and discipline style arrangement where you actually tie down the the uh, inject e um, and the inject er in some kind of a fashion, so that when they bump uglies, uh, neither of them zoom off, and all of a sudden, all the little boy juicy bits, the um, the little soldiers, the sperm, one might say are suddenly flying all over the bloody spaceship and causing all sorts of problems in computer chips. From, from a medical point of view, I'm starting to see the reason why they might want to do the search because the longer you stay in space, the, the more your muscles atrophy. Correct. Having to, uh, to, you know, to do their usual thing, you know, keep you upright and all that sort of thing. Correct. So maybe they're going to have to invent a fucking machine. Well, that's another option. So grabs a man by the buttocks and sort of has this uh, sort of circular off off sort of off circular thing that sort of hits him in the ass and drives him drives him into the injectee. Yes, yes. I know where you can buy one. Yes, I know. So do I. Sexmachines.com. Well, maybe they're going to have to have a compartment in there, like the uh, what's it? It's the uh, funny Woody Allen, uh, the fuckometer. What's that movie? The, I'm not entirely sex, sure. You're you're our movie expert. What a, uh, this one where they have a fuck. Machine. You're the one that watches filth. Oh no, I watch filth, but I just don't <laughs> no. remember that one to be honest. Not sure I'm the only one that does that. 
So with a trip to Mars that is expected to take seven uh, between seven and nine months each way, and then more than a year under on the surface of the red planet living under a dome, sometime in that basically um, 18 months, one year, one year and 18 months, so two years and however many months that actually leaves, somebody's probably going to get towy. Yeah, I agree. Actually, it's raised another interesting point, though. Yes. Sorry to sort of change topics a little bit, mm-hmm. but seven to nine months, right? Yes. I would want to be in a spacecraft that has a full-blown shower. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's no way I would be in a grubby, filthy spacesuit no. sitting there, bacteria growing on me, even though... Yeah, they might give you a, a hand cloth or something to wipe yourself down with oh, every now and yeah. then. But no bloody female. No. I need a shower. Well, not only that. I mean, how attractive is uh, a nine-month-old ass biscuit going to be yeah. when you're trying to zot somebody in, how, in, in some kind of experiment or to produce a baby? What's the longest time you've spent without a shower? Uh, about 20 minutes. No, without no, a two shower. days. Two days. I, oh. I can beat you. When I was on a year nine camp, we we didn't shower for a week. Oh, yes, yeah, I've thing. done a, I've done it close to a week. I've done six six days. That's just disgusting. Yeah. I mean, that's just disgusting. You've got ass biscuit all over the place. You've got dick cheese. You've got oh, I just don't even want to think about all the <laughs> well, all the bacteria no, and other bits and pieces that are going well, on in your person. Well, what goes on in your body? To all that stuff. So during that time, did you um, partake in some kind of defecation motion? Yes. I rest my point. case. So, my ass. No, 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 no. Sorry. I don't? Well, I'm not saying you don't. But the point being is that no matter, unless you actually wash your clacker with soap and water, there is fecal matter still within your bottom. Your cheeks of your bottom around the ring hole and in the hairs poking out of your ass. And in your ass, let's face it, that's a fucking forest. How's your ass configured? Because there's no way... Mine's yeah. clean. Mate. No, no, it's not. My point being that mate, it was... I, I excuse me. Yes. I could, I could uh, uh, drop about three kilos of shit yes. in the toilet. Yes. Get a get the toilet paper, rub it once, and there'd be no evidence of any fecal matter. Um, no, I'm sorry. What do you mean you're sorry? No, I, that's, I've just, done it. that's just not true. Because it is true. No, I'm sorry. You might think it is, but it's not. Because I, I can. The Sorry. miracle K-Tel shit cloth. Yeah, now unless you've got a miracle K-Tel shit cloth, <laughs> yes, you're buggered. I can tell you now that um, a study carried out by Goodhousing, uh, goodhousekeeping.com and uh, from Charles Gerber, PhD, who said that the average bather has about a tenth of a gram of feces in their gluteal well, foil, folds. I, I, so basically you're cracking your bum. I experienced wiping with nothing coming out. No, right? I'm sorry. There is I'm sorry about fecal matter shit in about, there. I'm giving shit about surveys and, and average persons and all of that. I'm giving you my... Now, if if, if your body just completely makes a mess of doing your shit... Oh, and, it does. It, that it about spreads that. it all around your ass and on down your legs and all that. Well, well, that's your the problem. walls and the ceiling, no doubt about that. No, that's I think problem. what we need to do is actually send you off to some kind of government-funded study centre to check, to see, because a tenth of a gram is not that much. That's basically just a bit of uh, fecal matter on, I don't know, 14 hairs in your ass, of which there are, I don't know, 25 million. 
uh, that it needs to be checked. I think we need to have this checked for to be to be certain because be the Department of Shitology. Would I would I believe it would be uh, AP. I think though that you're living in a dream world and you think it's clear, but it's not. I mean, clearly, um, GoodHousekeeping.com has has you know revealed that a hot tub with a few people in it can have up to a tablespoon of shit in it just floating around in little tiny bits that you're um, then sitting in and, and splashing well, all over your they, place. They're, they're just scrubs and you just wouldn't invite them into your hot tub next time. No, I'm sorry. You just, I'm sorry. You just, disgusting. You just think that's the case, but I'm sorry you're the one who is living in denial and I don't like the chances of you getting any sex in space because you don't wash your ass properly. My Although ass having said so that... Clean. Having so said that, eat your dinner off. <laughs> I don't think I want to eat my dinner off your ring. Uh, but no, having no, said that, I do accept that they should be showers. Uh, Chris in the chat room, uh, also known as congealed schmegma, yes, has uh, put hot tub equals human soup. Well, it does absolutely. I, I've, I've told the story many times about getting into the uh, the swimming pool uh, where the last pool I coached at was a public pool. Oh, spa, God. you had to pass the spa before you got into the indoor complex. Yes, and uh, this is the famous story just after we got in of the um, older people running screaming from the pool. Mm-hmm. Whereupon they found the largest code brown that anyone had ever seen. <laughs> and. Uh, but uh, quite often when we would come into the pool at 5.30 in the morning, I think we were let in at 5.15, 15 minutes before the great unwashed, literally. Um, and one of the lifeguards would be uh, head down, bum up, uh, with a, um, uh, a cooking spatula, uh, scraping the fat, the human fat, which obviously which would contain shit. I'm starting to feel poorly. Off the spa the walls of the spa and then tw- 20 minutes later there would be customers sitting in there for hours on end swapping you know tales of you know Excalibur and all that sort of stuff and they'd be uh, they'd be loving it steaming it up and whatever and going in and sitting in the steam room with their big bare asses <laughs> they had to stop one guy he was a migrant he was a migrant of sorts they had to stop this guy shaving his Shaving in the in the uh, he'd go into the steam room and he'd shave. Yeah, but he was probably just trying to pick up some other bloke and have um, you know some kind of boy boy sex. Yeah. Anyway, back to our story, if I might. Now that we've been digressed slightly, uh, physicist and astronomer John Mills told BuzzFeed in an earlier interview that male arousal would be challenging in space, but not uh, but technically possible. Like, think about this for a second. If you've got a young enough... Like, when I was 14, the wind changed, I got a stiffy. Yeah. And and I don't think I was Robinson Crusoe in that. Now it takes a hurricane. Oh, well, yeah, no doubt about that. Similar issues would affect a woman in space as vaginal fluids, and I'm sorry to use that sort of language, ladies and gentlemen, will tend to uh, pool at the location of the secretion in the absence of gravity. See, these are the sort of things that we hadn't considered. Gravity. Where does the um, does the does the little boy soldiers, the little sperm, do they know to swim up that canal when there's no gravity? Because or, or how does that work when the vaginal fluids they, are all just pooling? I, I reckon they know. But 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 the, the the fluids are just pooling, fishy. I mean, there's so many questions. I think there's what a, they need to do is is get a couple of people up there, get a porn star. Mate, I don't know. Get them. Can give I say it this? Go. Yes. There's a famous line in one of the Jurassic Park movies, right. and that's this. Yes. Nature finds a way. 